Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. We have some good news to start with. Or at the very least, I thought it was good news before <laughs> Travis Irvine, who wanted to be the turd in the punch bowl. This is the first story we're going to get to today before we get to all of the other wonderful American political tales. Marijuana, you smoke it. You what? love it. You wait, might ingest it. Wait, what? Yeah, you're high right now, Trav. Wait, what, me? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. Oh, I'm freaking out. I am weed. Remember that? <laughs> I've become... Machine Gun Kelly? I always thought, uh, <sighs> you smell like peanut butter. I am peanut butter. Am peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Isn't sure. that nice? Well, what do you like to do when you're high? You like to eat peanut butter. You also like to follow the news involving your favorite substance of consumption, New Mexico. It looks as if they are going to be the most yeah. recent state to legalize. And it also seems as if South Carolina and New Hampshire are along. sniffing around the idea as well. <laughs> and speaking of sniffing the United States House of Representatives, they have also just said that they would allow the federal legalization of marijuana. Woo! A bill passed. It was 2020 to 204, 220 to 204. The three Republicans who voted yes, Matt Gates, yeah. Tom McClintock, and Brian Mast. Also, again, if you have a Brian Mast, go to the doctor. You're going to want to get that checked out. hi Travis, huh? I was excited about this news. <laughs> I'm excited be. about the state's news. It's still yeah. good news. But now at the federal level, right? what, what do you think is going to happen here? Well, marijuana experts, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> folks, he's on fire, folks. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, yes, this is a big step for the House to do it. I mean, we've been talking about this for a while. When is it going to get federally legalized? I mean, already, again, as you pointed out, states are breaking federal law by sniffing around any type of legalization right. medicinally, recreationally, whatever it is. It's technically federally illegal. But the states are doing it because they got that state's rights clause. So this mm -hmm. is something, again, mm -hmm. you point out, Gates, there's some conservatives and there's a lot of liberals who are getting behind the idea. The problem is, as you can see... It barely cleared the House, 220 yep. to 204. It's still sure. a lot of opposition. And what happens now is that it goes to an even tighter Senate where you, it's 50-50 to the Democrats. But if it's, we've talked about, you got your cinemas, you got your mansions. Maybe this is something that's too liberal for them to go for. And then after that, even if the Senate were to approve it, it would go to Joe Biden's desk. And he has already indicated that he would not sign it. All right. Number one thing you do. 
don't tell Joe what he's signing. <laughs> they do this with presidents all the time. Just give them a pen yeah. and tell them this is going to get you more of those wonderful chicken nuggets you love if you just sign here. I, I like that. I like you that. love that. This is to get you reelected. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? It's the easiest thing you could possibly do politically. So, hey, you're a Democrat. You don't want to do something like that. You want right. to make sure it's as difficult as possible <laughs> to hold on to the House, the Senate, and, of course, the White House. So you don't believe that this could pass the Senate. Am I wrong in saying mm. it just requires a 5149, correct? It, yeah, in theory. This is not a 60-vote situation. And, this is a bill. And even if it hit that 50-50 mark, you'd have Kamala Harris, who, of course, laughingly admitted to smoking weed mm -hmm. on a radio show. I of believe course, that she said she was smoking weed while listening, listening to, to Tupac. And However, Dog. the eras did not pass correctly, right. and everyone that went to college with her said she was a rube. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she, not quite a narc, although she did become that eventually. Absolutely. Attorney General of uh, California. But yes, she, she was a professional narc. She admitted to smoking weed, and of course she laughed. She cackled when she said it <laughs> on the show, and um, but she said she was listening to music that did not exist in the time period she was in college. And of course, the disgusting thing when we see whether it be politicians not wearing masks as they demand us to mask up, whether it be in an airplane or or an event, mm -hmm. we see them doing things that they say we shouldn't do. But hey, because they're the powers that be, they're allowed to do the things that they don't allow, allow us to do, so they can get their power rock off. Yes. Liberty for me, but not for thee. 400,000 people currently incarcerated mm -hmm. because of drug violations. Mm -hmm. Even if we freed all of them, that is only one-fifth of the amount of people who are currently behind bars. Obviously some for very serious crimes, and they belong to be there. Listen to last podcast on the left mm -hmm. if you want an update on how crazy people can be. <laughs> However, there's also a lot of people incarcerated for crimes less than uh, drug offenses. So again, we need massive reform in this country. But when people hear someone like Miss Harris talk about how she smoked weed and she loved it, meanwhile, she actively locked up people, mostly folks of color, mostly folks of a lower economic status. And she did that willingly, knowing it was going to benefit her political career. Right. And now it's got her in a position where she could be the tie-breaking vote if it was even a 50-50 vote in the Senate. The vice president steps in to be that vote. But as we've covered on this show, uh, the White House has also let go staffers yep. who have admitted to smoking marijuana, not even mm -hmm. currently, but like mm -hmm. in the past. And so. of course, there's nothing more ironic than someone... Joe Biden, that is, with borderline early onset Alzheimer's, firing people for marijuana because they can't remember nothing. I don't remember who you are, but you're out of here. Corn pop. Corn pop. What about the idea of a Freedom Caucus member? You know, this is where the Venn diagram of libertarians and liberals and uh, mm. conservatism can intertwine. What about a Rand Paul, a Mike Lee? I mean, you oh, have someone like a Matt Gates, sure. obviously voting uh, along with two other Republicans to allow this bill to pass the Senate or the House. Rather, what what about those folks in the Senate? You don't think that those guys uh, would show up at all? That's a very good point. That would be the wild card uh, that would be remain to be seen. Um, because you're right, Mike Lee has supported um, at least with liberals. He's he's worked with Bernie on some ending the war in Yemen and yes. arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Um, 
Um, he, I, being from Utah, I don't know if he's as gung ho on the drug legal or excuse me, marijuana legalization as Rand Paul is. Rand Paul does absolutely have a record of fighting mandatory minimums with Cory Booker and also fought with Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, um, to, to, uh, curtail the drug war and certainly legalize hemp because hemp is a huge crop in Kentucky. Even Mitch McConnell got behind that one. Absolutely. So I do think there is some hope for Mm, the Senate. And I would say if it does magically like an animated series, Schoolhouse Rock pass (laughs) the Senate. And if it does get to the uh, desk of Joe Pa, and if he doesn't sign it, what are we doing here? It would look really bad. I even have Democrat friends already who regret their votes for Joe Biden. And they're just like, I don't know what he did. You know, there's so many progressives who are looking for some type of something to get out of this Biden administration. Yep. It's hard to, it still remains to be seen if they're get any. We are James Franco's character in 127 hours. We're all in a rock and a hard place, and we had to sever our arm in order (laughs) to save this democracy. And again, this will be, in my personal opinion, the last run for Joe. I don't think he's going to, if he does seek re election, good freaking luck. There better be a primary challenge. And hopefully that primary challenge is Al Franken. The agency has said (laughs) the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, they say that 48.2 million people, this was around 2019, have said that they've used marijuana at least once. That's 18% of the population. One in five, ironically, again, one in five people incarcerated are there for drug violations, marijuana uh, violations. It just seems like now is the time, and if the Dems somehow give up this political football and make the Republicans the party of legalization, that's crazy. I'm in the movie Scanners, man. My fucking head's about to (laughs) explode, bro. Whoa. Well, let's face it, it's probably not a coincidence that this finally happened on the tales of our good friend, Representative Madison Cawthorn, calling out other Elected mm. officials were using drugs. They were probably like, "Ooh, we got to sweep this thing under the rug. <laughs> Cocaine and orgies. Let's just uh, cabinet weed. <laughs> Connor Lamb, Representative Connor Lamb there in, uh, he's a Democrat in Pennsylvania. Oh, he's, he's in that going Senate to, race against Fetterman. That's right. Uh, this is what he had to say. He says, before I came to Congress, I was a federal prosecutor in my hometown of Pittsburgh. And the biggest law enforcement challenges that we had then and really still have today are opioids and gun violence. He says marijuana just didn't register in terms of the risk that it posed to people on a day-to-day basis compared to those two things. And again, when it comes to people who are incarcerated for opioids, put the Sackler family Mm-hmm. in behind bars oh, yeah. and take the people who are incarcerated for opioids and give them drug treatment because the majority are there because of how unbelievably scientifically addictive opioids are. And of course, they're given to you by the number one drug dealer in America, a fella or a gal in a lab coat. So Connor Lamb, he goes on to say, yet because of the way the federal criminal laws are written in the way that cannabis is placed in schedule one, it is very easy for a marijuana offense to actually get someone a worse sentence than an opioid offense like overprescribing Oxycontin or selling fentanyl or firearms completely and crazy. utterly ass backwards. Yeah, crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider the fact as we see with our professional athletes. By the way, Brittany Griner still locked mm-hmm. up in Russia mm-hmm. for a small amount of cannabis that she needed because she's an athlete, 
and taking cannabis is a billion times, maybe I'm being hyperbolic, although maybe not, safer than taking opioids. And it's just so ironic that marijuana is more punished than opioids. And that is because of finances. And that's because big pharma gets a lot of money from the government. We finance them to create the drugs and they sell it right back to us for 10 times the price that we that that uh, we uh, financed it for the drug dealers of the fucking century. Big pharma. It's all about money. But now we see what's happening in New Mexico mm-hmm. where they just legalized. The state said they made about five million bucks already. The first weekend. Yeah, yeah. that was more than uh, Colorado made when it first uh, yeah. legalized, because, of course, I think people were still tepid. They're like, is this a sting? Is this like an episode <laughs> of Baker? Right, right. Right. Call the cops on us? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But economically, at some point, it's a legal marijuana has got to trump uh, the opioid uh, business market. Yeah, I mean, when I ran for governor of Ohio in 2018, it was there were studies that showed that legalizing or even just making medical marijuana more available for more symptoms uh, curtailed opioid deaths by 25. percent Right, and that's I mean that's thousands of people's lives saved. And t- to continue on with this topic, before we get into uh, claims of pedophilia, mm. everyone loves when Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene speaks her mind or mindless. <laughs> Black Thoughts, thereof. whatever. Yeah, sure. um, Representative Jim Jordan, he's someone who he know he knows all about protecting pedophiles. Uh, that's why he gets invited to all the parties Madison Cawthorn snitched on. Oh, that should that totally <laughs> checks out. Hey, good to see you, Matt Gates. Thank you. Jim Jordan has voiced outrage <laughs> on the marijuana bill. Oh, of course, this is what he says: record crime, record inflation, record gas prices, record number of illegal immigrants crossing our southern border, and what are the Democrats doing today? Legalizing drugs, legalizing <laughs> drugs, and using American tax dollars to kickstart and prop up the marijuana industry. Oh wow, <sighs> such a deal! For the American people, of course, the vast majority of the American people support, at the very least, medical marijuana. And obviously, that extends to straight up legalization. The fact that it's a Schedule One is insane. Yeah, it's insane. It's also insane that Jim Jordan has anything to say about any legislation that comes across his uh, voting desk there in Congress because he had nothing to say when it comes to his 10-minute conversation he had with President Trump mm-hmm. on the morning of January 6th. He's <laughs> just at a loss of words. Oh, I, just, I do not remember anything from that day. I don't know. We played that sound, and again... You got it. If you are a lion politician, a.k.a. a politician. Yeah. Take a class. Take, <laughs> take an acting class. class. Take an acting class. That's why. Improv. Improv. Anything. Mm. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm on a court. Room. You're, you're in a courtroom. That's right. I'm a, and who are you? Uh, I'm a congressman who's actually committed a lot of crimes, but okay. I don't want anyone to know. Sir Congressman, who's committed so many crimes, <laughs> yes. would you like to confess to said crimes? Oh, uh, crimes? Well, what crimes? I mean, you, crimes? I don't know any crimes. God uh, damn it. The answer is no. Oh, this God. is not. This is one of the rare moments of improv where you don't yes and. You yes say, and I did it. No, God damn it. You know, maybe improv training wasn't the right thing for you. Uh, Thank you. Vote Jordan. <laughs> Zip, zap, boy. Jim Jordan, of course, such an unbelievable D-bag. Also, Josh Mandel, speaking of D-bags coming from Ohio, check out what he's been saying and what he's up to. Uh, holy hell. He is bat crap 
insane. And he's in first place for the Republican nomination for the U.S. Senate race in Ohio. Well, they're just going to get crazier. I mean, you look at redistricting and gerrymandering. There was just this fellow, Representative Fred Upton, basic Republican. His district has now become a Trump Republican district. So he's not he doesn't have enough balls uh, to stay in the race. But these things are happening. So, of course, he's just decided to retire these things are happening across the board. Naturally, when it comes to the Senate, uh, gerrymandering and redistricting doesn't matter on account that's a statewide race. But when it comes to the local elections, holy hell, is it getting crazy? Speaking of crazy, let's play this clip. All right. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She just gets dumber every week. <laughs> she just gets dumber every week. Well, she just gets dumber. Now we're all getting dumber. She <laughs> just gets dumber every week. It's almost a freaking talent <laughs> all right so let's play marjorie taylor green talking about uh, the democrats and uh you know let's hear what she has to say the democrats are the party of pedophiles yeah, the okay. democrats are the party of princess <laughs> predators <laughs> from disney what? the democrats are the party of of teachers uh, elementary school teachers trying to trying to transition their elementary school Make age children gay. and convince them they're a different gender this is the party of of their identity and their identity is the most disgusting evil horrible things happening in our country and that's why we have to say it we have to be willing to say it and no matter how many uh, little blue check marks get their feelings hurt on twitter so you know it's worth wow speaking of twitter it looks as if Elon Musk uh, is he is now on the board for three billion dollars. He got nine percent of Twitter and he says he wants to bring back Donald Trump, which I don't particularly give a shit. (laughs) If you want to hear the blathering uh, dotard, go on Twitter, uh, have at it. And if that convinces you that he's the right politician for you, uh, well, best of luck in life. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. One of my favorite things to search is Josh Duggar. Josh Duggar, mm. he was a uh, he was one of the 19 kids in counting. Mm-hmm. Of course, we didn't know that title meant he was counting children to have sex with them. Ah. Josh Duggar has a picture with damn near every single Republican politician mm-hmm. uh, that is in office today. When it comes to the party of pedophiles, when it comes to the party elite being corrupt and disgusting, uh, it is unfortunately bipartisan. Yeah. But the audacity of someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is currently in cahoots politically with a fellow named aforementioned Matt Gates, yeah. who we know for a fact traveled with a 17-year-old across state lines so he could boner with his tax man buddy. Yeah. It is ludicrous 
what she is saying. Speaking of ludicrous, that's exactly what Susan Collins said when it comes to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Susan Collins oh. doing her best to keep her hair within her skull. So this is, uh, as a matter of fact, Susan Collins, oh my God, it smells like, oh, it smells like wonderful perfume and oh. pearls. We got Susan Collins with us. What do you think about Marjorie Taylor Greene? Frankly, this is what we've come to expect <laughs> from her. So it doesn't trouble me. It's obviously <laughs> ludicrous and typical. Go mean. Fantastic. Thank you so much. The always non-shaking Susan Collins. <laughs> I don't know what happens when you get to office, but it does seem like it gives you the tremors. Also, <laughs> interestingly enough, in Tennessee, there is a bill being proposed right now which mm. would get rid of the age requirements for marriage. Whoa, wait a minute. That sounds like something a pedophile would do, Ben. Who yeah, buddy. could possibly have? That must have been them darn Democrats. I know they're in charge there in Tennessee. Tennessee Republicans are moving oh, forward a with okay. a bill that would eliminate age requirements for marriage in their state. That's insane. There are so many things happening. So many things that we need to address. Okay, I want to be fair. It's not, they're not directly trying to eliminate age requirements, but the new bill doesn't outline age requirements. Yeah. And you know what that means, It's called a carve-out. Yeah, it's when you don't tell me how old they have to be, I can get them as young as I want. You're squinting your eyes, your baby looks like an old man. (laughs) You are disgusting, Senator. Get out of here. The bill HB 233, it's scheduled to be uh, to be heard in the House Civil Justice Committee, and they want to clarify once again, the marriage is between one man and one woman. Mm. Oh, man, there's nothing gayer than marrying a woman, <laughs> but it does not include a minimum age requirement. The current age is 17. And interestingly enough, there are in 44 states child marriage is still legal and there are nearly 300,000 children married that were married between 2000 and 2018 that's according to the United Nations Children's Fund aka UNICEF uh, democratic representative Mike Stewart He's on a subcommittee. Uh-oh, I think that was the one Madison Cawthorn was on, too. <laughs> oh, no. uh, he says since there's no explicit age limit on the legislation, uh, it could definitely open up uh, possibilities for covering up child abuse. Yeah, that's one thing we're trying to stop. Again, another example. Uh, don't listen to what they say. Look at what mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. Stewart says it should not be there as it's basically a get out of free jail card for people who are basically committing statutory rape. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. So that's another reason why this terrible bill should be eliminated. Hmm. The U.N. defines child marriage as any marriage where at least one of the parties involved is under 18. Uh, the organization says about one in five girls get married before becoming an adult. And at least 12 million girls get married every year uh, and more than 650 million around the world today were married as children. So this is like not this isn't a black and white documentary mm-hmm. stuff here. I mean, this is happening in real time. Right. And it's pretty uh, a lot of people thought it was going to get better. And I am wondering, I was hoping, and I'm just wondering uh, if we're going back in time for all the wrong reasons. So, like, currently in Tennessee, you can become pregnant underage, you can't get, like, an abortion, you can't get any sort of help, Mm -hmm. you can't get high, you can't get a little, you can't get a little bit of weed. You can't read a controversial book. Nope. 
but you can definitely marry a 40-year-old. Oh, yay. Tell Matt Gates. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to Tennessee. Fantastic. And speaking of which, uh, this is happens to be in Oklahoma. You mentioned abortion, so we must bring this up. Uh, right over talk, the river there. Oh, yeah. We talk about unifying language and how powerful that is. The language in the Oklahoma bill is almost verbatim to the one that passed in Texas, mm -hmm. which, of course, is why these bills are so important when it comes to precedent. You say, oh, that's happening in Texas. What does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with my state? Copy and paste. And, of course, if this does hold up in the legislature, this will be the lay of the land for many people across this country. The Republican-led Oklahoma State House has passed a near total ban on abortion under the bill. Anyone who performs an abortion faces up to 10 years in prison, again, feeding the criminal industrial complex, feeding the beast, and they also get $100,000 in fines. Uh, it will now head to Republican Governor's Kevin Stitt, uh, who is committed to signing any anti-abortion legislation, as he calls himself the most pro-life governor. Of course, when it comes to life, that is something that we care about. And you can make that argument, a very strong pro-choice argument, that the life of the mother is valid and it deserves to be respected and they should have the right to protect their own life. Yes. I want. I have some a couple of points. Okay. First of all, a lot of these Republican-run state legislatures are indeed kind of copying and pasting a lot of the legislation that we're seeing. Yeah, so if it feels like a lot, it's because it is, and it's because it is coordinated, right? Mm -hmm, Texas, mm -hmm. Alabama, Florida, um, Tennessee, Ohio. Uh, for example, in Ohio, they just introduced a almost copycat version of the Don't Say Gay Bill from Florida, right? So all these Republicans- for those that don't know, the Don't Say Gay Bill, basically right now in Florida, they just outlawed, they outlawed from kindergarten to third grade teachers referencing anything to do with sexual orientation. For example, if that teacher is a lesbian and their wife enters the room, right. I guess they have to, I That's don't. That's my special friend. Whatever, well, by anyway. The by the same token, isn't me calling my dad my father gender affirming though? Because I'm affirming that he's male. This <laughs> is, you want me to go, you want me to go this into the Aggressive this government yeah. overreach from the right in this case. Yes, okay. and this highlights from our last episode, the importance of gerrymandering. I mean, yes, a lot of these states are super red, but the Republicans are in charge of drawing these state house, these legislature mm -hmm. uh, seats in these districts, whether it's the House or the Senate. And so this is what happens when you continually rig the and gerrymander the districts. Mm -hmm. And then you do get legislation like this. There's no repercussions for Tennessee trying to eliminate age requirements for marriage. There's no repercussions for a completely pro-life governor in Oklahoma. There's no repercussions for, again, something as trivial as the the don't say gay bill that, I mean, again, it's another one of those made up issues, just yes. like CRT that the Republicans, it's a culture war that they're getting all uh, bent out of shape about. But gerrymandering, it, this really highlights the importance of it in all of these states. Absolutely. And uh, when it comes to rhetoric, don't forget, this is 100% about power. Mm -hmm. uh, abortion, of course, just the straw man argument in search for such power. Uh, this is this is just absolutely crazy to me. I saw someone on Facebook talking about basically a uh, father in Texas could rape his underage daughter mm -hmm. and then 
force her basically get ten thousand dollars of it yeah for, if she tried to if get, she tried to get an abortion that is just disgusting insane. well and it's like we covered last week with the madison cawthorn uh cocaine fueled orgy stories i mean a lot of their opposition is actually an admission and a projection mm, projection right exactly, and yeah. it's like again major taylor green out there calling democrats the party of pedophiles and it's like well the republican party is uh making a nice smooth path for them in Tennessee. And then yes, you have Matt Gates who uh, was involved with a 17 year old. So again, it's just hypocrisy on a whole new level, but pretty much at this time, anytime a Republican is against something, they're probably secretly doing it themselves. Yeah. And it, uh, again, the penalties for the doctors, I mean, that is, it's just going to send a chilling effect uh, throughout the uh, medical community, and I don't see how this isn't a violation of, I want to say, the Fourth Amendment privacy. Because, uh, sure. Because isn't well, what if, I mean, I thought that we had, I thought when I go to the doctor, well, that's, they're touching all my balls. Right. I thought that was just between us. Right. Well, and that, keep in mind, Roe v. Wade, that's how that was determined. It was a privacy issue. That is between a patient and their doctor. And that was what, that was literally how Roe v. Wade was Get decided. It. So that, you know, it was kind of a conservative stance, really, in saying, well, we're going to protect this privacy clause of the Constitution over any uh, type of protection of life before uh, it's actually the baby's actually born. And these are the same hypocrites that were saying this was a the COVID vaccine was a HIPAA issue. Being right. asked if you were vaccinated is a HIPAA issue. But exactly. again, so it's hypocrites. You had all the Republicans you know? saying my body, my choice when it came to the vaccine. But when it comes to abortion or women's health care, not so uh, much. This is again where both are wrong. Fantastic. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm I, you know, I get personal freedom and personal liberty. We need to get back to it in this country and privacy. Mm. We need to get back to it as well. And this is why I used to say back in the day, out of your room, out of your womb, out of your wallet. What's most important to me is not not these abortions. I just want women or people who can get pregnant to have the right to choose, to have their the right, the consent over their body. And again, it isn't that abortions are going to stop. If you make abortions illegal, people will start dying from them. Right. They're not going to stop happening. Just more people will keep dying. Prohibition is yes. proven to never work. And just because you make something illegal does not mean it goes away. Absolutely. Great point. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Speaking of illegal, technically a bunch of orgies with men is not illegal. Oh, but okay. Madison Cawthorn, he is still he is still railing about this. I don't think he realized that people were going to take his comments so seriously. Uh, he is now blaming the left wing media. For him saying that he was propositioned by a bunch of Republicans 
to go have sex with each other. Uh, he says, my comments on a recent podcast appearance calling out corruption have been used by the left and the media to disparage my Republican colleagues hmm. and falsely insinuate their involvement in illicit activities. God, this guy is such a nerd. Uh, he says, the left-wing media, they are the ones who are trying to divide the GOP. Cawthorn goes on. They are terrified of Republicans taking back the House and seeing Leader McCarthy becoming Speaker McCarthy, hmm. and their efforts to divide us will fail. Hmm. I mean, and I'll tell you one thing. The party that fucks together votes together. <laughs> right? There you yeah. go. The, no, maybe that work, that fucks together, that works, but the party that strokes together votes together. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah, yeah there you so go. So there you go, Dems. Get into a room and have some fun. <laughs> and see if you can't pass any legislation that'll help the American people. Speaking of the culture war, I want to talk about more hypocrisy. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom who? is a man who looks like a creative politician if you wanted to have a if you wanted to represent a state that was nothing more than corruption. Gavin Newsom shared a picture with him uh, reading books that were banned. Mm. Now Okay, that's kind of funny. It would be if the Democrats weren't doing the same thing in Burbank, California. So this comes out, the the, the 54-year-old Democrat previously married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh, look out, Don Jr. How'd your wife? <laughs> hey, Donald Trump Jr., how's my pussy taste? Wait, no, reverse it. Hey, Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> oh, no. how's my hair taste in your wife's? You could imagine you what the they're doing yeah, down sure. there. Either Absolutely. way, it's disgusting to think <laughs> about the wax and just the glue that keeps Gavin and uh and uh, and uh yeah Gilfoyle Gilfoyle together oh sure yeah Gilfoyle uh, she's been around you can say that <laughs> round and round yeah. I get around she's a real Jada Pinkett Smith so the 54 year old <laughs> Democrat he was reading some banned books and this is what he said he said reading some banned books to figure out what the states are so afraid of oh that's a nice tweet he was reading Tony Morrison's beloved other books include uh, Lee Harper's To Kill a Mockingbird and George Orwell's 1984, which oh. again, you cannot have something more ironic than people banning the book 1984. <laughs> However, if you look at what's going on in Burbank, Burbank has banned Harper Lee's To Killing Mockingbird. Oh. They banned The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. I understand there is some verbiage in there that maybe has passed. I don't particularly give a crap if you want to change the name of Jim. Mm -hmm. It's just a book. Um, you know, that's okay. From you don't have to period, don't yeah. throw out the baby with the bathwater. Sure. Uh there was also Theodore's Theodore Taylor's The K and another young adult classic Roll of Thunder. Hmm. Hear me cry. I am so pissed when politicians use children as political pawns, and I'm so pissed now that children's education is being jeopardized. Because of this freaking culture war. Yeah. The adults are screwing over the kids. And if you're the kids, you're like, leave me alone. Yeah. Adults and you start acting like the adults in the room. Absolutely. I mean, we'll see how adult they are when Trump gets back on Twitter and Ugh. sounds like a school bully again. <laughs> yeah. So they are at fault. They're the reasons we live in this ridiculously dumber, getting dumber every day country. 
because that's exactly what they want us to be. Stupid, ignorant, gerrymandered and voting for them. Right. The unusual thing about the Democrats who were originally labeled as woke and fighting this culture war is that now the Republicans are trying to out woke them right or out uh do them in terms of what they can control in the classroom right and of course you know with gavin newsom i mean of course he already had that situation where he, he had the mask mandates in california right. and, lost, and then he went out to dine and he was with a mm -hmm. bunch of friends and he had a great time so uh, you know not a great look i would add uh he's also took this picture of himself at like an empty dinner table yeah so he's like, in a restaurant I, or something. a i know you're not actually just reading there yeah. uh, <laughs> b your plate is empty c you're not wearing a mask you did it again you did it reminds me of when pat noswald's bitch ass took a picture of him writing freehand the apology for being friends with dave Chappelle, oh, right. and it was like that's not even how you would do it on instagram <laughs> right right why do they exist the uh, after 50 you know, I'm starting to really. Oh, you, you want to cap it there? You mm. ever see that? You see the movie Midsummer? No, I didn't actually. I, I haven't seen it either. But I've, spoiler I've alert: good. there's it's a good. max age. Oh. And then you got to jump off a freaking mountain. Yay! And I'm starting to think they may have had something going uh, when it comes to that. My issue here is that this is just the opposite end of those CRT complainers. So on one end, we have the people that you cannot talk about race. And on the other end, you have the people that's like, we're never going to acknowledge that racism was a thing of the past. Sure. Because this is how you cannot erase that racism was a thing, that these words used to be used in colloquial American yeah. language. This is part of American history. This is, in fact, in the same. You're just doing the same thing that those CRT people are doing. Mm. You're ignoring the past for a your view of the future. I don't know. And much yeah. like how doctors are on the front lines when it comes to the uh, so air quotes pro-life legislation, which it's not, it's um, pro stripping away autonomy. Doctors are the ones on the front lines there and teachers are the ones on the front lines mm -hmm. when it comes to punitive damages. If they teach critical race theory or if they teach, if they have a kid, God forbid, read to kill a mockingbird. Jesus. These fines are real and a lot of teachers they don't they, they there's a chilling effect they don't know what they're supposed to be teaching right it seems to switch every freaking two years and again the kids you know what they need to be taught how to do taxes <laughs> teach sure. the kids something not all of this um secondary political bullshit sure yeah. you know so um so far 21 states have introduced proposals to limit lessons about racism and history, the Alabama State Department of Education recently announced it's going to seek to prohibit CRT. Kansas Board of Regents recently said its six universities, including University of Kansas, they just won the national championship, Yay. Kansas State University and Wichita State University, they're supposed to produce a list of courses that include critical race theory following pressure Ish. from Republican state senators. These are college kids we're talking about now. That's insane. I mean, so this isn't about kindergartners to third graders. This is about a full overhaul of how Americans view our history. Mm -hmm. And if we don't understand it, perhaps they want us to repeat it. Yeah. We maybe the, maybe those are the good old days. Sure. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, for a lot of these Republicans, again, <laughs> they probably they want to go back to the times of Huckleberry Finn. I mean... I learned a lot of these books. I had to read a lot of these books. I had a short attention span, so sometimes it was hard. But you're always better for for reading these and learning about them. And sure, you know, the teacher just had explained that uh, yeah, that N word is is no longer acceptable. It was colloquial. It was a, a, a 
term of the times and you can't say that anymore. And it's like, oh, good. Another good lesson to learn. It's called linguistics. It's called learning about culture. Every culture is unique and certainly America, one of the most unique cultures that has ever existed in this bizarre experiment. We're all currently uh, pawns in. I, I just it is. It's just sickening. We're we don't even we're not even discussing a much more important component to education, lunch. Yeah. Right. The kids are starving. They're right. eating crap. They're going into when debt. They, when they're, they're going into debt for food. For That's food. That's right. Yeah. When they do get food, it's sponsored by Papa John's. I mean, it's gone way downhill. I'm fine <laughs> with having some fast food pizza every day. Or not every day. I'm <laughs> sorry, every, every now and yeah, again. Yeah, right. But if you're a kid, like that's the healthiest meal you're gonna get. We live in a world where our government considers pizza sauce a vegetable. And, it, and now it was there's Ronald a, Reagan, right? He said <laughs> ketchup's a vegetable. And so now we're supposed to allow these morons to dictate how our children learn under the guise of parental rights. Yeah. Parents teach their children. It and so if a child consumes a piece of information, they don't just innately believe it. Or if they do, then a parent can be like, well, that's very interesting. Good perspective. Here's a little bit of a different perspective. And this is how you form critical uh, thinking exactly, skills. Right, right, exactly. right. And then you have a conversation with your kid. Yeah, it's basically a lot of awkward, conservative leaning suburb parents who just don't want to have these big conversations with their kids, which means their kids are going to, to Fernando's point about making things illegal, these kids are going to go learn about these things from other places that aren't these books in a classroom. And um, when it comes to critical race theory, again, it was developed in the 1970s and it discusses how race and racism are ingrained in society and how that has come to form the nation. Now, because of that truth, it doesn't mean that we can't advance. That doesn't mean we haven't advanced. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that people aren't um, cohesively working together every freaking day. You know, mm -hmm. people work of all races, all ethnicities, mm -hmm. all genders. They work together every day. Yep. Yeah. America is a much more um, harmonious place than these politicians would like you to believe. And certainly more Absolutely. than media would like you to believe. Yeah. So the idea that kids can't handle this truth about our, about American history, it's a, it's, it's just such a unbelievable slap in the face to all of those who suffered under the authoritarian rule of slavery in the South and all who have suffered when it comes to systemic racial issues in this country i hated it as a matter of fact you know because i grew up thinking that the pilgrims came over here and they shook hands with the native americans they're all the good Indian, they called them indians back then yeah you know they shook hands they and thought they, they had landed in india yeah, they <laughs> thought i mean it made it look like they were all friends and they were all great but then when i learned the reality later that bothered me i was like why couldn't you just tell me how it really was right you mm -hmm. know are you my i would have been better for it and Absolutely. i know and i know every american Going in our education system would be better for it. Just as just as they need to focus on critical math so that we learn how to do our taxes and less about the quadratic formula, we should learn our, our real history. Ah. You know, no, I love the quadratic formula. And what I does it mean? I, I, that, I want to make that illegal. Quadratic no. formula, too hard. It's it's so your drug dealer doesn't screw you over. Oh, how I do need that? to know that skill. There then. you go. I do. Need to, yeah. <laughs> okay. But again, this uh, it, I think lying 
to kids turns out worse. Yeah. You have less of a faith in the, the education system. You have less of a faith in your government because when I was in school, this isn't what they taught me. Right. Literally. Yeah. I mean, again, it's if if they aren't going to learn about these things in a safe classroom environment, then they're going to learn it elsewhere, exactly. potentially somewhere more dangerous. It's the same On deal with, with abortions and women's health care. Exactly. If you're going to make it all illegal, then they're going to have to seek it from more dangerous options. Absolutely. Um, proponents of the legislation, the so-called "Don't Say Gay" bill in uh, Florida, uh, they uh, they say that this is going to again protect parental rights, which I don't fully uh, grasp that. But However, again, it, politically, I do think that that that's that messaging. I think is perhaps going to help with the suburban vote. Right, we saw that in Virginia, scared suburb. Yes. Parents, PTO parents basically got Yunkin elected. And then according to uh, an LGBT group, uh, they say this is an effort to control young minds through state censorship Absolutely. and to demean LGBTQ mm -hmm. lives by denying their reality. This is a grave abuse of power. So it's like government overreach yeah. on all sides. And it is just like we're the little balls and they're the hungry, hungry hippos. I'm talking to you, Chris Christie. Hello. <laughs> And it's uh, it's just difficult, man, because we see our friends get gobbled up all the time mm -hmm. and then we're just left in the middle and we're like, you know, they're coming for you no matter what. So whether it be, you know, if, oh, you're you're not woke enough, whatever, which is, you know, kind of a, a air quotes term or you're not uh, conservative enough, whatever, like everyone's just going to come for you. And then when everyone's got got, no one's got got. And that's why we see cancel culture flipping on itself now where everyone's tour under the sun is we're a cancel tour. And it's like, you get it. We get it. It's all just gone crazy. Sure. CPAC doing the awake, not woke. That's theme. right. And CPAC again. To uh, the liberal AFPAC. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, CPAC is now too liberal for some conservatives. And again, it's it's big government run amok. I mean, it's it's if you are by definition that old school, small government Republican mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. slash conservative, how does this fit into your narrative? They're I'm telling you how to talk. They are telling you how to live. How disgusting. is this okay? And right. I'm looking at this picture of DeSantis smiling like a fucking asshole with a bunch of children who have no idea why they're there uh. around him. I hate kids being used as political pawns. And if you don't think I'm telling the truth on both sides, I did not like when they rolled out uh, the young gal about climate change. Uh. Greta. 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 I, I, they worked her to death. And I'm like, yeah, what is sure. you know, She's become a martyr for that same it's BS. Like, it's just, yeah. Stop using children for things. Um, let children be children mm. and they have to learn and then they'll be better off adults. Maybe that's what we're going through right now. Just arrested development, not just mm. a great show, perhaps a current condition affecting every American. I mean, we do live longer. Economic success seems to take longer. Mm -hmm. Half of uh, America has been arrested. Uh, a good amount of them are still in jail. <laughs> Must be all that pot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should make that illegal, <laughs> along with the bugs. Weed's turning the kids gay. Oh, it's turning the frogs gay. Oh, folks. You well, know, the uh, ironic thing about Ronald Reagan saying that ketchup was a vegetable is that he eventually turned into a vegetable. Isn't oh, that nice? You see, have you seen my ketchup? Oh, I am ketchup. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, everyone. We will be back a little bit later on this week to fill you in with to fill you in with uh, who doesn't want uh, Fernando, Travis, and Ben are going to fill you in. <laughs> Madison Cawthorn, you're invited. You're invited. Wow. We'd love to fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know the news, the most important news as we see it. So thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We will talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.